This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG 13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. The realest podcast ever. The realest podcast ever. Y'all's the hate on all of my moves, but now niggas on it. Y'all used to bait me on me and my views, but now niggas on it. I see you on it. I used to tell them I'm gonna have me a show, but now niggas on it. Man, you want it. Her homies on it. I see you on it. Your homies on it. No, she on it. Y'all's the hate on all of my moves, but now niggas on it. Fuck you on it. Y'all used to bait me on me and my views, but now niggas on it. Used to I used to tell them I had me a show, but now niggas on it. Swear dog. Her homies on it. Now you on it. Your homies on it. The realest podcast ever. You can never, man, you ain't as clean as real. real. This right here, that gritty leather chatty. Hola, como esta? Spanish uh, Chad what reporting. Was, what was the other? Como esta? Muy bien. I don't know. Uh, what's the dealio? We back. No, it was a song. I don't know. I'm not sure. Here we go. <laughs> Some shit like that. I can't remember all that. Spanish thing. Chad and American Matt reporting live from the TRP Studios, the Realist Podcast Server. We back episode. Hold on, hold on. Let me get it together now. Hold on. I think it's 191. Uh, close. 192. Was there? 191 was yeah. last week. Mascot hands. Yeah. If y'all haven't uh, checked that episode out, go back, check that episode out. Uh, we are here today. Uh, we don't even have a rundown. We're just here recording the show. I hate everybody. <laughs> I know I say that a lot. I actually got told I was a racist this week. Oh, that's what's up. And I'm like, no. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, I hate white people. I hate Indians. I hate Asians. I hate Latinos. So you're an equal opportunity but hater. But I hate black people too. So I feel like I'm, if anything, I'm inclusive. Right, with the hate. I don't segregate. <laughs> I hate all you motherfuckers. Like, I, I think it's, it's all the same. Like, I don't, I don't, you know, not fuck with anybody. Yeah. So, let me tell you a quick story. Uh, I went to an Asian restaurant the other day. My favorite. You know what I'm saying? She wanted Thai food. I'm like, I'm going to go to the Asian restaurant. Me and my homie, we was leaving work. We rode over there. Like, well, let's go pick some food up. You know what I'm saying? Before we go to our respective domiciles. Yeah. So, you've been to an Asian restaurant. I've been to every Asian restaurant. I'm not talking is. about a, Asia, a Chinese store, like an Asian restaurant. Yeah, like a, like Asian fusion, like a good Asian restaurant. No, just like an Asian restaurant. Like, not uh, even like no cool like, shit. Like, like Asian buffet? No, or, no, or, not a buffet. No, I'm not that bad. <laughs> like, uh, just like a... So, a, so below Tao and Nobu, above the Asian buffet. Right. There exists an Asian restaurant in right. that sphere. I respect it. So, I've been to all of them also. We go into Asian restaurant. And it's a traditional Asian restaurant. You come in, it's Asian shit all over the place. It's Asian, Asian shit all over. The place. You know, they you know they got they, they, got they kimonos and you shit. You know how they be having fucking you know ancient scrolls and all that shit just lying around. Got them Jones from Pinterest. <laughs> <laughs> so we we come in, it's Asian shit everywhere. It's Asians working, and it stinks. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Traditional Asian restaurant, and my we we walk in. There's a painting in the. The the okay, now my sound went out. It went out. No, whatever you all right now I can hear. Leave that alone. All right. You're in the way of my buttons. You get to the buttons. That's cool. <laughs> but that that whatever that happened, I couldn't hear. 
Anyway, we come in the Asian restaurant. And, you know, like I said, traditional Asian restaurant. It smells bad. There's people working. There's nobody sitting down. Like, okay. It's completely empty. So, but this is one of the, the highest rated Asian places in Villanova. So, oh, nice. Food was actually really good. Okay. But this point I'm making the story, you come in and there, you know how you go in Asian restaurants, there's always like a mural or a painting yeah. or a portrait of some like Asian commander in the Asian army and yeah. shit. Genghis some, Khan. Some super declarated yeah. fucking, you know, Asian warlord or something up on the drum. And this one is huge. And they got like uh, candles and like I said, scrolls and kettles and all kinds yeah. of shit. You know, the paper mache dragons and all that shit. And I'm just like, it was like, it was like as big as the TV was, but it was bigger than that. Like it was literally took up the whole wall. And yeah. I, I just was like looking at it and whatever. And the Asian lady, she came out, we, you know, there to pick up food or whatever. And she's like, oh, you, you like painting. And I was like, is this general so? And my homie burst out laughing. And I, and I was like, I was like, what the fuck are you laughing at? He's like, come on, man. General so. So the lady was like, no, this is my great great uncle. <laughs> I was like, oh, so this isn't, this isn't General So. Does he know General So? <laughs> right. And I'm like, I've never actually seen General So. You know what I mean? Did you know that General So wasn't like a, that's not a person? Yeah, they just made him up. Yeah, it's like something they just attached to this. Like Santa Claus. It, oh, and I'm, I'm like, this is deep because this is like a, he's like Paul Bunyan for the Asians. <laughs> And I'm like, yo, this is like a mythical character that it that they created to sell chicken in our yeah. communities. I'm like, yo, this shit is crazy. When you start living life and you realize mm. that everything is set out to economically manipulate you, mm. life becomes very hard. Going through going like through look up who the world with, so, with that lens. They tell you it's this guy from like the 1800s, but he wasn't. <laughs> his name wasn't so, and he wasn't a general. <laughs> this shit is nuts. It's crazy. But yeah, we got the food and it was pretty good. Okay. But he called me a racist in the middle of that. And I'm like, how? I'm like, he was like, dog, why the fuck would that be general? Because I'm in an Asian restaurant. If you walk into a black... Oh! Shout out, Jared. I got the greatest story on earth. <laughs> you going to love it. Since we, since we started talking about restaurants. But this is what I mean. Equal opportunity. Same way I talk shit about Asians, I talk shit about black people. <laughs> My man Jared said they went to a, a, a breakfast joint the other day. Black girl, he was like, dog... I be thinking you be hard on niggas, but he's like, did you actually go out and be like, Matt was right? <laughs> you be amongst these niggas, and then you realize, like, no, it's not even no. Hy it's not even hyperbole. Like, you are not going to fall out. <laughs> Listen, when I tell you, I was driving the bus with tears in my eyes. Like, I was like, <laughs> he went to the breakfast spot. He's like, we get there Sunday morning at 11 o'clock. He's like, we come in, sit down, you know, start looking at breakfast shit, whatever. He's like, the breakfast menu, other half is the lunch menu. They do breakfast and lunch. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. He's like, I'm looking at the breakfast with you. Motherfucker come out talking about some, hey, um, before you get too, you know what I'm saying, uh, let me go in the back check because uh, your breakfast looking a little shaky. Let me go. <laughs> I'm drunk. Hey, how is breakfast looking a little we shaky? We, getting, we was getting low on pancake batter last time I checked. You know what I'm saying? It was four strips of turkey bacon and last time. And that was Thursday. Yeah, I, I know how you niggas love the turkey bacon. You know what I'm saying? So he was like, baby, go to back, come out, like, um, all right, yeah. Uh, so do you, do you know what you want? He was like, uh, what's up with the fish and grits? He was like, we well, don't got no grits. Let me see what's up with the fish. <laughs> I was like, what, man? <laughs> so he's like, he come in grits come in a drum the size of that <laughs> in a fucking whip, in a barrel. <laughs> How the fuck you run out of grits? And they good for fifteen years. How do you run out of grits? <laughs> <laughs> they cost nothing. 
grits dead ass last a lifetime. You should never run out of grits. I got the same canister of grits from four apartments ago. How you run out of grits, man? Dog. Who's your grit vendor? Who's, you, who, who's your grit guy? <laughs> Why are you out of grits? So he was like, yeah, they out of grits. All right. Um, what's up with the fish and potatoes? Fucking fish and potatoes is weird. Hold on, let me get you. Give me a second. <laughs> the nigga show. Like, like we got like just enough potatoes. Like you getting the last. You the, the you the, the last to- ration. You getting the last of the toes. Last like of the we, potatoes. You, you, you. We had one out of We got one potato. You last. You the last one to get this. We got one good one. We got a little baby so John, was, so little was, old gnarled. So he was like, he with his people was like, man, what the fuck? Because he's like, he's like the bull told him, he's like, I'm saying though, like if you want lunch, flip the menu. Like lunch is just we, go ham on you, the you lunch. You good on lunch? It's like breakfast is. I told you breakfast was shaky. You know what I'm saying? He was like, yeah, you said breakfast was a little shaky. This shit a lot of shit. <laughs> this shit three legs on a four legged <laughs> chair right now. You talking about a little shaky? So he was like, yeah, the lunch menu though, you straight. Like lunch is good. So he's like, fuck it. I don't. I, it's you know, like I'm not even in the mood for lunch, but fuck it. Flip the joint over, look at the lunch menu. He's like, I'm reading the shit. He's like, I see Spanish burger. Like, damn, the way they cook it with the, with the shit on there. Da, da, da. Like, okay, yo, let me get the Spanish burger. He was like, yo, real shit. We're not even like making it because it gets too smoky in here. <laughs> <laughs> now listen. <laughs> he said, yeah, we don't like making it because it gets too smoky in here. I'm like, why are you being difficult? <laughs> Like, why you can't just get a regular turkey burger like the rest of the niggas? No. Dude, turkey burger, fries, man. No, when he said, yeah, it gets you smoky in here. We be making that. Yeah, we don't have a proper ventilation set up. You know that ventilation shit? You know that shaking? Yeah. No, we leasing this joint from an Indian boy. You know they be cutting corners and shit. You know what I'm saying? Oh, when I tell you I was in fucking stitches off of that shit. Like, I told a nigga go ham on the lunch menu and then proceeded to tell him. It's oh too, yeah, no, it get too smoky in yeah, here. No, that shit too serious. We didn't, we yeah. didn't anticipate how the, the <laughs> Spanish burger got the jalapeno cheddar. <laughs> that shit start burning on the grill. Surprisingly, you mix no. that with some grease. No. <laughs> this episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. An unlikely friendship begins in the Paramount Plus original movie Little Wing, starring Brooklyn Prince with Kelly Riley and Brian Cox. Reeling from her parents' divorce, Caitlin steals a valuable bird to save her home, but instead forms a bond with the owner, leading to a new outlook on life. Little Wing, now streaming exclusively on Paramount Plus. Head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Rated PG 13. Shit get different here, you know what I'm saying? Our, our standards and practices insurance not up to, up to par to be making that burger with regularity. Oh, duh. Oh, my God. I was in fucking stitches when he told me that shit. I mean, I was literally livid. Because that's some shit motherfuckers will tell you. No, nah, go to the other joint. You good. You go there, you not good. You You're like, like, yeah, I don't even know why you circled it. I don't even know why your eyes fixated on that one, big dog. Yeah, yeah. Black business is crazy. I, I love it, but it just, you want to fuck with it all the time. Until you get slapped in the face with a stereotype, and then you be like, damn, that's why I don't fuck with y'all. A stereotype from black people? No, meaning like, you. Oh, you, some, oh, yeah, some stereotypical they shit. Do, they do some nigga shit, and then you be like, see, that's why I don't fuck with y'all niggas. But uh. then you wrong for saying it. Uh. But I don't care. I told you, a nigga had a fucking car lot, like an auto mechanic building, and he was like doing auto work and shit. And I was like, I'm gonna get my brakes done. He was like, oh, okay, cool. Uh, Saturday morning. I was like, yo, nine o'clock. He was like, bet, nine o'clock. <laughs> I got there at 8.55. I was telling him, I was like, the, the the gate was locked. 
So I was just like, like, maybe he came in the back. I, I said, I said, maybe he come around the back. Nine fifteen, I called the nigga. He like on that jump. I'm like, dog, I'm at your shop. He was like, oh, you hype as shit. <laughs> You're right. I'm out. I'm going Pacifico. <laughs> I'm Make this real easy on yeah. myself. Yeah, shit crazy. Yeah, just man. stay in the bed. You know what I'm saying? Just stay where you at. Yeah, my my girl had a situation the other day. She uh. You know, it's her birthday last week, so she's making all these appointments, nails, hair, lashes, <laughs> oh, all yeah. this old shit. So she's been going to the same lash person for the last two years or whatever to the point where it's like you go to somebody long enough, y'all start to forge like a personal relationship. Yeah. So she goes to the last girl or whatever. She show up 3 o'clock sharp. Keep in mind, where we live compared to where the shop is, she got to go to the trenches. Mm-hmm. So it's 45, 55 minutes just to even get there. But again, you know, you lock in with people that do good service for you. You show the fuck up. Did so, you know that the lashes go on individual? Yes. Like it's a lash mm-hmm. at a time. Yeah, my girl, licensed esthetician now. Yeah, she, like she one one hair at a time. It should take up to three hours at some time. Yeah. I thought it was just a strip. Yeah, that shit is over with. If you get in strip lashes, you would do a dumbass bitch. At this <laughs> <point>. but, <laughs> like you, want some, you want some bum shit. You know what I'm saying? I, what happened to the strip lashes? Listen, the same thing that happened to Remy, nigga. That's the same. Yeah. That's the same thing. Like I posted a picture recently. It was uh, Remy Martin hearts. and Nicki Minaj all huddled up, and they both had pack hair. And I'm like, see what happened in the good old days. <laughs> Bitches was getting yaggy three. three she was great. Yeah. You know what I'm saying you buy a bitch some bundles. You be two ten. Now you buy you get a chick hair done eighteen hundred. Yeah. yeah, baby, I'm getting my hair done this week. What you getting a uh, uh, lace front install? How much is that? Eighteen eighty seven. Leave is like she's about to get a unit that was like twenty two hundred. She was saying the other day, and I'm like, like an air conditioning unit. <laughs> she was like, no, air unit. <laughs> Industrial. You get an engine block, bitch. <laughs> she was like, no, like hundred unit. So, yeah. so she pops up at the joint or whatever. She at the door. She calling like, hey, I'm here. They like, uh. You weird. They like, who is this? He like, it's you know, she's like, it's so so. They like, oh, uh, yeah, we don't have you down for appointment. She's like, well, I made an appointment three weeks ago. They like, oh, well, yeah, we changed our booking site, so yeah, we don't we don't have you in. She's like, what does that have to do with like, what does that have to do with me? Right. Like, y'all changed y'all booking site. Well, yeah, we posted it on IG, and that's another thing that nigger business do. Nigga business think if we posted on social media, everybody you should just that. everybody see. Everybody seen this. Listen, yeah. nigger, nigger, listen, nigger business out yeah. there. I'm gonna give you some tips. There has been studies done that proves from third party organizations, Harvard studies, University of California, all kind of shit. At most, twelve percent of the people that are actually following you will see a given social media post. Mm-hmm. At most. Dog, with our last show, people were hitting me like, damn, why you tell me about this junk? People hit somebody hit me and say, yo, I had no idea y'all was having this show. The algorithm fucked me around. I'm like, yo, we promoted this shit for seven weeks. Yeah. Like people, so people just literally are not seeing certain shit. And so it's like, yo, just because you posted it on IG, that doesn't mean anything. <laughs> Did you send out an email blast? Did you send out a text blast? Did you personally contact everybody in your business Rolodex? Mm-hmm. If not, then you can't assume that everybody's seen it. So not only is she here with, and they're not honoring an appointment, she paid a deposit. So y'all have my money. And so then it turns into like a whole argument because it's like, yo, I made this appointment three weeks ago. I'm here. I paid my money. I did everything that I need to do as a customer. And somehow, some way, y'all still trying to find a way to blame me right. for y'all fucking up. Mm-hmm. And then it just went on and turned into a whole other thing. And I'm just like, yo. <clears throat> so basically, we've reached a point in entrepreneurship where you have... We basically going from six to 12% of the population being some form of entrepreneur right. in the last two years of the pandemic. 
And what you have is a lot of people that don't understand business ethics, customer service, <laughs> marketing, employee management, and all of that shit that are in charge of one businesses, two money, and three employees, other people. Mm -hmm. So whatever business ethics exist at the top of a business are going to trickle down to the bottom. So if you're a bullshit leader, you're going to have a bullshit staff, you're going to end up with a bullshit customer base, or your customers are just going to leave you because they tired of the bullshit. Right. So what ends up happening is it's like it turns into all of this, like her interaction turns into all of this finger pointing when it's like, what happened to the customers always? What, what right? happened to, you're absolutely right, miss. We fucked up. Yeah. Come tomorrow, I'm gonna be here anyway. I'm doing some other people's shit, and I'm a, I'm a comp your appointment, like, or I'm a fifty percent off your. How does that turn into? Well, I mean, I mean, do you want your shit done? Because like, I mean, you could come another. It's like that sort of thing. It's like, yo, we've reached a point in business where I gotta kiss your ass to give you my money, bruh. Hit all of it. <laughs> all of this shit together. It's like, yeah. it's a, to, 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 number one, to be a business owner is a privilege. Me and Matt are in a privileged position to be able to be controllers of our own destiny as it relates to this one particular thing that we do. Mm -hmm. We talk to every fucking body. Anybody, people, I've had people hit me up from Detroit, from California, from fucking Hawaii, from South Africa, from fucking London. I got people on Twitter that I follow from London. We talk every day because they got turned on to the podcast. And one, we engage with our fucking audience. And every single week we come here and do this show, God bless you, and say, y'all are the best part of what we do. We appreciate y'all. And guess what? The majority of the content we're giving out is fucking free. Yeah. And we still make it a point to thank y'all because y'all could just go elsewhere, listen to something else, engage in something else. Like, Go shoot shit up like yeah, everybody else. Whatever. Y'all could do anything. Y'all could just do nothing. Y'all could just be like, you know what? Fuck podcast. I quit. I'm not listening to none of this shit. I'm going to go fucking live on a farm, listen to Garth Brooks. Like, whatever right. it may be. So for people that are in a position to, to be literally charging motherfuckers a fee for service, like big money, too. Yeah. $135, $180, $400, $2,200. undone. I'm like, like, you can get a 26000 BTU <laughs> for $2,200. You can fucking... Uh, you can cool or heat 4,000 square feet <laughs> for that type of money. You know what I'm saying? And it's just like we've gotten to the point where people just don't respect or understand the power of the dollar or know that you're in a privileged position to even have customers that are willing to come to you and give you their bread. I've you know? seen this a lot, though, recently. Like, yes. Um, when it comes to, like, hairdressers, makeup, girls, um, the lash technicians, your lash bars and all that bullshit. And I, I, I remember seeing it on Twitter. Excuse me. It was a girl. She was basically had a thread about how the hair business has like dwindled down to literally like you almost got to like beg the bitch yeah. to do your hair. Mm -hmm. And it's because my mom, you know, God rest her, she used to go to Nanette. You know, all black women had an older woman right. named Nanette. <laughs> she used to go out of Nanette out West Philly. And um, she's and it. it it wasn't that energy. Like, I remember I used to go there with her and, like, you know, Nanette would be happy to have yeah, you Yeah, it would be and, fun. Like, you know, you want something to drink? You yeah. want something to eat? You know. I got my hair cut in a unisex salon until I was about 15, and it was, like, older women, younger women, guys my age, late teens, early teens, late teens, shit like that, and um, then, like, the older guys and all of that shit. And it was just, like, it was, like, a cool, fun environment, and it never was a thing where it's, like, I got to beg borrower still to get an appointment. Now I might got to wait. I might got to wait all day sometimes, but we going to get you, you a regular cool. We going right. to get you in.
Yeah. Like, we're going to find a way to make a way. And now, In a weird way, though, like, the barber shit has gone like that, too. To where it's like, it's a whole lot of, like, yo, can you please cut my... And instead of just... Remember the old, yo, who cutting? Can yeah. I get a cut? You know, like, you go... I remember going to a shop, yo, that's my man, da da da, da. Okay, yeah, you know, you next up yeah. after I get him, did it. And now it's like, you got to be on the... the when the when the times release at ten in the morning, you it's like sneakers. Right. That shit is crazy as fuck. But I see it real real bad when it comes to like that side of the the world, the the hair, the lashes, the makeup, all it's that. rough, man. It's, I've seen things where girls are literally like, <clears throat> your deposit needs to be this, the rest of your payment needs to be that. I saw one the other day, girl was like, you got to pay in cash once you show up. You cannot leave the salon. I'm like. That's like that's kidnapping. That's kidnapping. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's grand larceny <laughs> and kidnapping. That's a fed, that's that makes it a fed case. Yeah, you man. border y'all bordering on a Rico <laughs> just to fucking get y'all money. You know what I'm saying? Be- hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to sixty percent on hotels. So whether it's cousin Kevin's kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin, or Becky's bachelorette bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Because you know niggas don't want to file taxes for nothing. So now with the Byron policy, with the the new IRS shit, where anything, the banks told them eat shit. Mm -hmm. But the the fucking apps and all of that, they acquiesced to it and said, all right, cool, we'll do the reporting on a $600 transaction and blah, blah, blah. So now that's a fucking thing. So now none of the vendors want to accept fucking PayPal, Cash App, Apple Pay transactions for these larger, more expensive services because they gonna have to pay their fair share of taxes mm-hmm. on shit. You know what I'm saying? And it's just like, yo, how about, I don't give, if, if people are trying to give me their money, I don't give a fuck how they doing it. Give me the money. We gonna figure it out later. And when the be- the beauty of having a business is you get to write off everything. Right. So it's just like, yeah, it's, it's more reporting for the agency or the app than it is for you, for real, for real. Because it's like, you know, if, if we we run a lot of our business through PayPal, we can consolidate that through QuickBooks, fucking export it, send it to an accountant, and then they can do all of our taxes with little minimal involvement from us based upon, okay, well, what's this, what's this? You sent this out here, what's this, blah, 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 because it's all on a month-to-month basis. So we explain the 12 months out of the year, it's done, they file the fucking taxes, all right, cool, you owe this, or you even, or... Blah blah blah. Like it's it's not that fucking hard. Right. So it's like it's it's not even no extra sweat off y'all back, and y'all still ducking the IRS. Right. <laughs> like it, it, it's just it's just it's just nonsense. And it's like y'all customers are having to pay the price for your bad business ethics and your bad business model. And eventually, people will get tired of that shit. Yeah, I didn't realize just how bad it was till like I started really paying attention to these things and. She's, <clears throat> excuse me, I don't know why I'm so like congested. She's had relative success when it came to going to hairdressers. Going, yeah. There hasn't been too many horror stories, but I've seen some on Twitter where it's like, you know, I, I hit the girl to get the braids and I sent the deposit. The day of, the girl was in Miami and was like, oh, well, deposit's not refundable. Right. What the fuck does what this is that, mean? What does that mean? 
Listen, I just had last week, Monday, I, we was unavailable. To, I was unavailable to record Monday because I know you got a swing on your new schedule and you actually ended up being off last Monday. Oh, get me a, started A whole nother story. But I ended up, ha- I had to go to Freeport, New York to take my girl to get a fucking lace front install because nobody in Philly was either good enough or available to do the shit. And it, again, it's so much like, hair salon politics and then it's just like well yeah i don't necessarily want to be around this group of people because they fucking weird and they gonna sit around and talk about this group of people so then you also don't want to be over here in this shop i am they lying talk about i'm, I'm lying we went to go get hair from a prominent hair place and it was just like you know oh we open at 10 you get there at 10 15 and it's just like are they in like being here for the day is there a business out of this yeah, do you like, operate like this shit look abandoned <laughs> like then the girl pull up but it's not the girl and she like oh you gotta wait for her and it's just like but we a customer like why you know no, yeah. i ain't got nothing to do. i don't know nothing about that and and it's like you would have thought we uh. were trying to buy crack like if I walk up to a random man, you got some crack, and a crack dealer, like, man, what the fuck is you talking about? Fuck you, the narc nigga. No, my man told me you had the crack. So I'm trying to buy some. That's how it felt. I'm about eighty dollars worth of crack. Want to buy some crack? I have eighty dollars cash money here in five. I'm like, yo, do y'all sell hair or not? What the fuck, like? That should be crazy, man. Yeah, it's, a, it's a lot of twisting arms and pulling teeth to do business with people nowadays, yeah. man. And eventually, people will get tired of that shit, man. There's a whole DIY community of people that have just learned to just do shit on their own because they just are opting out of going through all of the business bullshit and the shit, business politics that people create. Like, yeah. yeah, yeah, we had a lot of business politics going on where we was. And I'm just like, after a while, just like, yeah, if this shit get like a dollar more expensive, it ain't worth it to be here no more. And that's exactly what the fuck happened. And it's like we got a we got a bill that was sixty percent more than what we normally paid. No, I'm sorry, a hundred and twenty percent more than what we normally paid. And I literally down to the wire that whole month. I was maximizing our time there, and I'm telling these two like, yo. End of the month. Yeah. We the fuck out of here. Well, I don't care what y'all doing on the 31st of the month. Be available. We going to get this last couple of fucking hours of recording time out, and then we are striking it out on our own. And it took three shows on our own to get the sound right and get it all right. But now we in a groove. The hardest time to do something is the first time. Right. So the first, second, for us, it was the first, second, third time. But eventually we figured this shit out. Now it's, the, it's on autopilot, so to speak. And um, it's so much more rewarding because now that money that we would have been paying them can not just it could just go to the operation it could go to paying for videography can go to fucking paying rides for graphics it can go to fucking marketing and all this other shit to where it's just like you know where your money's going versus like what the fuck did i just get for my 1500 exactly so it's like it's like that sort of shit yeah it, it amazes me at how people have businesses and, and there are a lot of businesses and people really do not want to market promote Bruh, you have to it, it is like people really it's not think, optional i'm on the gram with it so yeah. i'm on the gram and i'm on the, i got 2200 followers and they fuck with me hard on the gram i post a pic i get 300 likes so i that's all i gotta do when it comes to my business no. is just put it on the you, gram no and, you can't and that that ain't it y'all I'm and here's you. the thing you could be absolutely great at what you're doing yeah. and it still doesn't matter if you just trying to solely focus all your marketing efforts on organic social media marketing. When I say organic, 
What I mean is you post something and then it goes where it goes. Mm -hmm. You're not doing nothing to boost that post, to manipulate it, to send it here and here or there. There's no demographics attached to it, none of that shit. So after that initial 12-hour organic period wears off, it's like, well, what happens with that? That still can be a viable or a compelling piece of marketing. What do you do with it? So if you're not doing nothing additional, fucking sending people targeted messages, DMs. Me and Dan was up last night. What were you doing, Dan? Email. email fucking putting the email list email together. Blast. Dan like, yo, don't you got the emails from Vanity Grand? Cool. Put that, merge that through da-da-da-da-da. So now we got a fucking tri-merged email list right. because I had 9,000 emails from Vanity Grand plus the fucking data from the RSS feed. So now all of that's converged all into one fucking place to where now with the tour, shout out to the tour, we can push out tour emails every week to fucking right. market the fucking tour. Even if we lose three, five, seven percent of people on the email blast because they like, what the fuck am I receiving this? So what? You still got eight, seven, six thousand people receiving the fucking message. So you can't just sit back and rest on your laurels and just do regular organic marketing. Like the expense and the cost for marketing has shrunk so much in the last 10 years. There's no reason for nobody that has a business to not be paid Yo, that's, that's for true. some form true, of marketing. True shit. I used to think that like marketing had, you had to have like a, you know, no pun intended, like that marketing plan was me guy. Yeah. Like you, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, no, no pun intended. But that's what I always thought. I thought yeah. you had to have like like Gina from Martin, right? Or like, remember she was beefy with Mark, like, motherfucking Marcus Graham, yeah. <laughs> Marcus Graham from Boomerang, right? Like you had to bring in like a guy, yeah, the big dog. Yeah, we, we got to bring in the big guns. Yeah, for this one. yeah, this gotta work. Yeah, just gotta connect. And it's like, nah, man. Like you can be on SEPTA buses for not that much money. You can fucking put yeah. your own billboard up stationary that stays there. 1500 a month in certain locations. Some locations is seven. Some Jones, if you buy three, we'll throw you one. Yeah. Oh, yeah, we got one in, in, down the Badlands, too. We'll throw you this one if you, you pay you, full price you, for the other three. You find a nigga and, that's... And you stay there until you get bumped off. Exactly. Right. You, so find you might a, get an extra money, too. Yeah, you, you find a nigga who's on LSD and give him one of them little signs. <laughs> nigga. Them little signs if <laughs> you spinning it. <laughs> nigga, be out there all day with that shit. Straight up. Like right now, we got a billboard campaign running in three cities. New York City, it all activated today, simultaneously. New York City, Charlotte. We got four billboards, digital billboards up in Charlotte. We got two up in Atlanta on I-75 and 85. If y'all see them, they on both sides, coming and going. Yeah. If y'all see them, snap a picture of it, tag us in and shit. Like, like we have to promote. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like Young niggas throwing up billboards in other cities like we might be BMFing. <laughs> <laughs> You know what I'm saying? I, and I programmed all of that shit through my phone and this fucking computer wow. right here. I sat with Dan last night on one phone with Raj on the text and fucking got all this shit together, changed this, the dimensions for this is wrong, fixed this, boom, 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 boom. We got three different fucking setups with three different sets, sets of billboards mm -hmm. running in three major cities up and down the fucking East Coast. Like that. You know what I'm saying? And it, for not a lot of money. Um, but with that being said, it's just like, yo... You have to go the extra mile. In order to make your shit viable and make your shit real, you absolutely fucking have to. Dan, who's the girl um, that, uh, that that do the uh, esthetician shit and all that, that post, put the billboard up on uh, on 76? Damn, oh, uh, uh, Deja. Deja. Deja put that motherfucking billboard up. That shit turned into a fucking landmark. Everybody in their mind's like, yo, Look at Deja Vu. Like, motherfuckers is going, like, trying to get the best angle. Like, I'm saying, because that that's a whole nother thing. When you 
invest in calling all creators revolt is pioneering a new era of entertainment to change the narrative of black culture we are building the largest platform for black creators globally become a member of our expanding network at revoltcreators.com the future is ours to create marketing your business it creates a whole nother wave of organic marketing yeah. for free <laughs> because people that yeah. know you see it recognize it take and promote it for you yeah steve was like we gotta go do a um a drone shot standing up on the billboard drone I'm like <laughs> slow down i'm not i'm not going up there like no what, what I, we can I do, do is drone. yeah we can we can uh we can get in front of the green screen and have yeah. rod superimpose yeah. us up there no steve got one of them crazy drones he got the the army drone <laughs> Oh, yeah, he got a crazy. He got like an eight thousand dollar drone. This shit is crazy as fuck. That's nuts. But he was like, "Yeah, no, y'all get up there. We can do the starter from the bottom drone." I'm like, "No, <laughs> we are not doing that from the bottom drone." Like, yo, not trying to be funny. I don't think you realize how high them billboards be Bruh. and how big they are. That them shit shits no are joke. gigantic. That dog. shit ain't no joke. Man. It's like seventy feet just to get to the ladder. Yeah, like to the bottom <laughs> of the ladder. Yeah, and I don't want no smoke. I'm definitely afraid of heights. Are you? Definitely. Oh wow. I never knew that. Yes, it's bad. Mm. Damn, it's bad. And I be staying at all these hotels. We don't have them conversations like yeah. fears and shit. Yeah, no, I'm definitely afraid of heights. But you stay in high, high hotels. Though. Hey, listen, I don't want no balcony. Don't give me no balcony though. Mm. I'm just <laughs> the class like this. I, I don't want no motherfucking balcony. Give me, give, me the give, give, give me the panoramic view with the windows. I don't want the balcony though. Fuck, yeah, heights no. don't bother me at all, really. But you, yeah, you fly, Bruh. Even even when I was a kid, like I was definitely afraid of heights, but I would still get on roller coasters because like in a vacuum, a roller coaster is 12, 15, 18 seconds. So it was like, all right, whatever is going on, whatever pinnacle of height that I'm reaching, I'm not staying there. I'm in constant motion. Okay. So I could deal with that because I don't get, I don't ever get motion sickness. So I can deal with that. But being stationary somewhere, like we, when I went to, uh, I think it was Vegas the last time I went, I got yeah. on the fucking, uh, that <clears throat> this big ass, uh, the Ferris wheel that they got Okay The joint that, that They lock you in And they got the liquor In the right. cars And all that shit And I was like Quivering And my girl's like Yo relax pussy <laughs> Like what's wrong with you I'm just like Yo Yeah no. I don't like Ferris wheels Just It's not even a height thing It's a weight thing Got you Like I just I don't feel comfortable Being in some shit like that Cause this this, it feels cheap. Yeah, I was on there with the Dominicans. They had the fucking Gucci loafers on with the super tight ass ankle pants yeah. and shit. They was having a good old time. They like this and shit. I'm like, yo, chill the fuck out. Yeah. Like you rocking this bitch. Because <laughs> yeah. all I think about is like, uh, like uh, fucking Beverly Hills Cop Three when the motherfucking oh, Ferris wheel cars oh, is, yeah. is falling down to the ground. Like yo, that's gonna be me. Yo. Yeah, the biggest thing with the Ferris wheel is because they they have to stop it. To get people out. Exactly. So when you're at the top and they have to stop it, shit don't feel good. Yeah, you just sitting there. But you know, after like the shit went around probably three times, after like the first revolution, I was like, all right, cool, I'm safe. Like, cause that's my whole thing is safety. Like, am yeah, I? Yeah, that's my biggest joint. It's not heights. It's, it's like, you know, that shit at Atlantic City where they, they shoot you off, yeah. the big rubber band thing. It's like, that seems cool, but it's like I'm looking at the guy who's operating it, and he's <laughs> smoking a cigarette. <laughs> and it's like drinking Jim Beam. What if he the wrong button or something? He got a mullet. Like you know, them carnival shits be going in and out of town. Yeah. You know they pack that shit up and go to the next town, and they be like drug addicts and every fucking thing else. I hate the stereotype, but it's like. But it's true. Yeah. <laughs> they the only ones that can stay awake. 
Gotta get that crystal meth up in you. Fucking gotta operate. What's the joint when you go in the zero gravity shit? You yeah. Oh, the gravitron. <laughs> yeah, the gravitron. Yeah. Man, you gotta be on some heavy drugs to yeah. operate one of them motherfuckers. Yo, it's crazy looking back on the shit we used to do because the gravitron wasn't like a real thing. It was literally just a machine that spun in a circle. Yeah, it just pushed you back. Yeah, it's but like, you would get in there and you would literally just lay on that little bobsled and <laughs> <laughs> spin the fuck around. That was a good ass time back in the day. I remember Earl and off of the gra- Gravitron back in the day. That's good times. I don't know if I got any real fears. Yeah. Like, I'm, I'm definitely not afraid of heights. I'm not afraid of, uh, like, no animals or no shit like that. I mean, granted, I don't, you know, I don't want to deal with no lions. <laughs> but what about snakes? Nah, I actually had a, a, a snake back then. Oh, okay. Then. We had a snake in the house, like a, a pet snake in a little... A, a, yeah, I, I was about to say an orangutan. When I was younger, I, I, I kind of... Uh, when I was younger, I had kind of like a fear of spiders and shit. I'm over it now. I'm just like I'm. Yeah, I'm mad. I'm mad me. bigger than you, yo. Like I just like if worse kind of worse, I just crush you. Yeah, spiders don't bother me. I'm still scared of mice. <laughs> yeah, I don't mean I don't. Like I, don't I don't be around enough mice. <laughs> I like the mother on Tom and Jerry. <laughs> <laughs> I remember my man had some bold ass mice back in the day. The mice used to walk. And I used to think that was crazy. Oh, they just they just coming through the crib. Like, cause you know, mice kind of scurry. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And like the the mouse would the, like just walk across. Man, I know the where floor. it's at, nigga. I'll be, I'll be out your hair. <laughs> <laughs> I know some. I can smell the popcorn. I can smell the popcorn. Who is this nigga? It's <laughs> <Like, laughs> me and our shit. Fuck his boy. Like, yeah. I do have a fear of white kids. Like I don't, I don't like being around white children. So I'm taking you had your sensitivity. <laughs> <laughs> nah, that shit is real. I remember, I never forget. I was driving to 60. I was at the end of the line, and this guy pulled up in a van. Him and his son. He's like, hey, excuse me, sir. Do you mind if I bother you for a quick second? I'm like, what's going on? He's like, yeah, my son, man, he loves buses. He's he's infatuated with buses. We're visiting from some far out white region. They were somewhere, yeah. but he was like, yeah, my Tacoma, son. Washington. He's like, my son loves buses, man. This is, this is, he just loves it. Do you mind if he gets on the bus and looks around and maybe sit in the driver's seat? Maybe I can get some pictures with him. I'm like, whatever. I don't, I, listen, I leave in nine minutes. Right? I'm going to finish this case. <laughs> right, you got seven and a half. Yeah, I'll do whatever the fuck you want. And this little white boy got I me mean, here at the time of his life. He was blowing the horn and hitting a little air brake jump. I'm like, oh, he about to start. The I'm like, oh, calm the fuck down. <laughs> and then they got off. He's like, oh, thank you so much, man. I really appreciate it. He's like, you mind if I, he gets a picture with you? I'm like, absolutely not. Yeah, that's not. That's where we draw the line. <laughs> You're not doing that. He's like, oh, come on, man, please. I'm like, no. I'm like, I am not taking pictures with this white boy. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> no, I'm putting my hoof down. I'm like, no. This white boy. <laughs> like, about to have me on the internet with these little boys. I'm like, I don't know what the fuck y'all got going on. But it sparked my man back in the day. He was white. I had a white friend back in the day. And he got this white girl pregnant. He was dating her. They was white. Okay. And she White got, couple. Yeah. And she got pregnant. So, you know, the baby was white. And we were cool as shit. And he was like, uh, yo, man, if I should be my son's godfather, would you? And I was like, uh, Absolutely yeah, not. You know, and he's like, no, I'm serious. And I'm like, nah, I couldn't just because, you know, he's white. And he was like, are you fucking kidding me right now? I'm like, no, here's the thing. Being a godfather is serious. If something happens to you, I now have to assume responsibility for this white baby. And now, you know how many questions I'm going to have to answer <laughs> with this white boy? Like, that's going to be a lot of questions. That shit going to be more intense than a customs foreign they make you fill out when you come back from a foreign country. And he was like, bro, I make you my son's godfather and, like, legally, like, Put you on the insurance shit for months. Like something happens to me, you, you 
you're serious. I'm like, I would, yes, put him. Where do, where do you take them to the people? <laughs> oh, uh, child protective services. Like the one of them agencies or something. <laughs> I'm like, you know, I. He's like, he he was like, like you'd really make my son an orphan. I'm like, here's the thing. People look at being an orphan like your life is over. Look at Batman. <laughs> that motherfucker <laughs> achieved all kinds of shit. Like, I don't know if you've seen Annie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but he's doing perfectly fine, him and the white boy. Okay, but, well, congratulations to him on not dying. Yeah, but I, I just, just kids, kids in general, I'm not, I'm not really a fan of. I don't like know if all kids or other people's kids like kid, I don't have a kid no so, meaning but I mean all right so I don't have any kids either but there are some kids that are like they come in my atmosphere there are other people that yeah, I, have I care two, about I have two kids. nieces or how do you say niece plurally niece nieces nisi <laughs> <laughs> right I have I have dos nisi <laughs> yeah I'm too nice too nice <laughs> Too nice. Yeah. Too, too nice. But they're cool. They're, you know, my Linda, yeah. she's she's great. But it's like, you know, who's coming to get her? It's time to go home. Yeah, it's time to go. <laughs> it's time to go. You know what I'm saying? We doing adult things. Yeah, it's like, uh, I don't know if you if you know, but uh, at 1101, it's mm. Mr. Nasty time around mm. here. And uh, it's not age appropriate for like, the We're short. supposed to go to the car show this weekend. My homie, he's like, yeah, um, I'm going to bring my son. My man going to bring his son because we, we going. And I'm like. Is your son like cool? And he was like, "What the fuck are you?" Talking? Like, does he have good vibes? Like, is he a, is he cool? Like, is he all right? Like, he not like a dickhead. He's like he's a young nut ass. Like, he's not a nut ass junk boy. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he ain't no nut ass young boy. <laughs> I mean, I would hate this. I'm gonna be. I'm committing three hours to like, this little yeah. nigga. Like. Like you know, I don't really just get down with with the young boys. Like you know, that's just it's just it's just not. Some people really like kids. They really. You ever hear people like I knew I wanted to be a mother. I knew I wanted to be a, a father and this and the third. And I, you know, if if the time comes, I'm not gonna run away. I'm I'm gonna with all my heart. I'm a pet parent. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like I take that serious. You know what I mean? But I just I don't know. Kids just they ain't my thing. You know what I'm saying? So I don't know if I got a fear. And then also another thing too, I'm very, very, uh, what's the word when you feel like big next to something? Um, like I feel gargantuan. Got it. Like gigantism. Big. Like my hands are big. My, I'm a big person. You might hurt the... Right. Yeah. Yeah, and I've seen, you know, people have like fallen asleep with their babies in the bed and like killed the baby and shit. Mm -hmm. Like I, you know, I know I get to tossing and turning and moving around and yeah. I would hate to, you know, so that shit just always like. <sighs> totally like, legitimate. Like I, I just kid. And then you got to like, again, you know, not hating or talking shit. People be out here with kids and really they don't, they don't know CPR. They don't have no. You know, critical thinking skills. No, and my thing is like Dan. Dan ain't stupid. You know what I'm saying? Right. So Dan know not to put a tack in his mouth. A little kid will eat a tack. A then, box of them. <laughs> and then you gotta figure that out. Like, oh, how we stop this and and I just I don't want to do it. So that's my biggest thing when it. I, I just have like a fear of being responsible for a kid. Got no rebuttal for me. Like, you know, when my sister be like, hey, can you watch your knees? You know what I'd be like? Let me see what Lee doing. We're going, we're going right back. <laughs> I'll be scared to death, dog. You know what I'm saying? So, 
So yeah, that's gotta make sure I got backup. Yeah, let me make sure, <laughs> let me make sure the team is set <laughs> for what we gonna be what, doing. What's your evening looking like? Yeah, real around sure. seven. Yeah, but I'm definitely not afraid of heights. Kids right. though, yeah. So, real quick, wrapping up that uh, fabulous 41 minute intro of, of, of nothing, nothing, of nothing whatsoever. Good banter and great laughs. Yes. Uh, TRPE presents the tour. Um, kicks off Sunday, April 3rd in uh, Atlanta, Georgia. We're going to be at Al Five. Uh, super dope, legitimate venue. You got a Maxo Cream tour coming there. A little Scrappy just performed there. Bunch of different shit. So it's like we're in legitimate venues around the country. So we're real quick, we're gonna run the tour down. So Sunday, April third, Al Five in Atlanta. We got that show. Tickets are available for everything at officialtrpe.com. Click the tour tab. Shroop, scroll down. Go to your respondent city. <clears throat> Second date, Sunday, April tenth, New York City. The Knitting Factory. We potentially have two shows scheduled there, depending on the response and how fast we sell out of the first one. We already got the first early show on sale now. If it sells out and there's a lot of demand, we'll add a second evening show. We're going to be announcing special guests for that show coming up um, in the next week or so. So that's New York. Uh, following shows, uh, Saturday, great day. Saturday, April 23rd, Charlotte, North Carolina. We need the whole Carolinas to pull up to this event. Lower, right. lower Virginia, North Carolina, South Carolina. We need y'all in the building, man. We calling y'all out. We need y'all to pull up for us. Um, again, like we said, we got billboards running and everything just to let people know far in advance, 60 days in advance, TRP is coming through to Charlotte. That one's at Stage Door Theater. Again, tickets on sale at officialtrpe.com. Click the tour tab, select Charlotte, grab y'all tickets for that. Uh <clears throat> The following show uh, potentially is going to be D.C. May 14th or 15th. That's going to be Big Dan birthday celebration. We're going to be wrapping. Celebration. We're going to be wrapping that all up together in one nice bow. So we're going to get y'all live pie after party and everything. Shout out my OG Lou Bush from D.C. Connecting a bunch of dots for me down there in that market so that we can make that show a reality because. DC is fucked around. Right. Like DC, they didn't took the chocolate out of Chocolate City, yo. Like that shit <laughs> is is the fuck whitewashed like a motherfucker, yo. Like, and it you talk about barriers to entry as far as doing business. My goodness, it's rough down there. So uh, DC is a little bit different market, different place. You got to know the rules of engagement. I'm plugged in with the right people down there. We're going to get that DC thing done. It's going to be May 14th or 15th, Dan birthday, live pod. And we got some phenomenal i told dan some of the potential guests yesterday i'll tell you mm -hmm. off air phenomenal guests for the dc show so that's gonna be the one mm -hmm. <clears throat> uh following that so what's that one two three four shows four. number five sunday may 22nd uh the crown at the queen theater wilmington delaware that's gonna be the final show with a tour barring something get added something different come along blah 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 uh that's going to be the fifth and final show. We still toying with the idea of adding a Philly show, but I don't want people to get too Philly wrapped up and ignore the rest of the tour. So we'll figure that out. But the final show, Sunday, May 22nd, that's going to be uh, featuring special guests, Church for the Wild podcast, there's Nerd at the Cool Table, Molly 62nd Street, um, and that whole crew right there, local Delaware action. So we're doing that co-branded show with them, so that's going to be the one that's going to close the tour out. So, again... Tickets on sale now, officialtrpe.com. Again, we got billboards running in New York City, Times Square, uh, Atlanta, Georgia on I-75 and 85, and in Charlotte on four different uh, highways that are literally, I'll show you the performance numbers, they're kicking ass right now. So uh, 
you know, we're doing everything we need to do to push to get the word out there to get these shows sold out well in advance because we don't want to wait till last minute. People forget. People don't see stuff, whatever, whatever. Right. We want this to be a priority and experience. We're going to have a dope ass time. We're going to basically have an after party in every city. That'll be announced once mm -hmm. we get all of the, you know, the, the proper ticket sales levels and all of that done for everywhere. But so far, I want to just say shout out and thank you to our top 1% of our fan base mm -hmm. the people that literally buy tickets to everything, come to everything, even if they can't attend. That's Jules. That's my man, Mo. That's Dre Ali. That's Marv. Brad Diddy. The uh, Cephas sisters. The Cephas sisters. Kev. Kev. Dunbar. Dunbar. Um, who else is just all? Uh, Deke. Deke. Deke, Sashi, for sure. Slap. Juanita. Um... Shit, Toya. Who else is just always the fuck around? Shit, C oh, Ross. Sasha. Uh Keisha. Uh Corey. 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 <laughs> Corey called me. He apologized. <laughs> he, he, said, he said, I listened to that shit. It was really bad, man. He said, he said, but furthermore, I was really playing security because I was trying to hold Keisha back from coming on stage. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to hold Keisha. Uh Gunna. Steph, my sister. News. News. Tez. Um, uh, my man Kelvin uh, from Delaware. Uh, I don't know why I'm drawing so much blanks. I'm like pi picturing the crowd. Kimba. Yeah. Um, just uh, just so many people, man, that literally like Tat, Tat, oh, Dre, Black, the whole One Fam Radio. One, like, it, it, shit, Jared. Like, it, it's a lot of people. I'm just like drawing. Nigger blanks. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? If you remember throughout the show, we'll, we'll throw right. them out there. But we want to give special recognition to the people that... Oh, shout out to my one fan that came up to me at the live show. <laughs> <laughs> I'm getting somewhere. <laughs> Going places. I'm gaining ground. <laughs> what what, what uh, Ben Stiller say? He said, uh, he said you, you, you've... You know, you've gone up one notch in my book. Yeah, you are now, now at... Now have one notch. Notch. You are now yeah. at notch one. You now have one notch. <laughs> what movie was that? Is that dodgeball? Dodgeball. dodgeball. Yeah. You've, gone, you've gained some respect in my book. You've gone up one notch. You are now at notch one. He said, no one makes me bleed my own blood. <laughs> Michelle! <laughs> <laughs> I told you we need yeah. another run of them dumbass yeah, movies. Yeah, them dumbass movies was great. I was watching 40 Old Virgin the other day, cracking uh, up like I'd never seen that shit. The Kevin Hart, Romani, I think, Malcolm I think the world's too sensitive for them joints. Yeah, man. the world can't take them. Yeah, they be protesting yeah, them joints. On the trail of them, <laughs> some of the movies they had a movie in theater. Zach and Mary make a porno. Yeah. <laughs> like, that yeah. shit was a regular theater, yeah. like, and it wasn't NC seventeen, and that was a regular rated R comedy. Remember uh, Talladega Nights? The room is spinning because of gayness. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Talladega Nights is great. You know he's uh, the boy John C. Riley, um, Cal yeah. from Talladega Nights. He's Jerry Buss in the new in Lakers, the Lakers series. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And he looks just like him, too. That shit is crazy. I'm anxious to see that. Um, anything else on the... Uh, so, Michigan? yeah. So, again, tour is on sale now. Um, we had some good traction through week one. We need more traction going forward. We want to get these shows sold out, get these after parties announced, and these installs and all this other stuff with Crown Royal and NGTV and all this other cool shit that we're trying to do. But it starts with... The ticket sales. So we got four out of the five shows on sale right now. DC show going to be announced real soon, hopefully by this same time next week. We get the DC show announced, Dan's birthday, all that cool shit. With yeah. our special guest, we're going to make one big-ass announcement for DC. 
all in one shot. And um, yeah, man, other than that, yo, thank y'all for everybody that's bought tickets already. If you haven't, if you're still trying to figure out your plans or whatever the heck you're doing, figure it out. Get your tickets. Right, right, right. I'm begging. <laughs> <laughs> I am begging you. This is basically a, like a make or break moment for us. So, you know. I know a lot of people are invested in the show. There's people that hit me up from other markets, from Cali, from Dallas, from Houston, and shit like that. Like, well, damn, how come y'all ain't? We got y'all. Right. Like, that's being pieced together. But it's just like we kind of gotta control our region first, and then we can start moving out. Like this tour, essentially, I'm gonna just be real transparent now and tell y'all the conversation that me and Dan had and me and Matt had. Basically, like this is a make or break moment for us. Like mm-hmm. we could we could go on the tour, completely fail, come back and just do the show again. Cool. Mm-hmm. But we would be knowing every time we come to record that we failed on the fucking tour. Mm-hmm. And that like new edition getting dropped back <laughs> off in the project. Exactly. Like although they had some success. Yeah. They made money. Yeah. They just didn't leave they just with, didn't they leave with, with it. it. They generated <laughs> They generated money for everybody made money except new edition. Uh but this shit is All on right, us. Niggas, we about to pull up. <laughs> but this shit is on us. You know what I'm saying? And because, you know, we talk about DIY, being independent, self-funding, doing it on your own, blah, blah, blah. So we are doing it on our own. We have our own tour manager. Shout out my man Maul of uh, Veli. Follow him on IG at uh, Veli at underscore Veli. Uh, follow at Veli Brand. Um, he's a big deal. He's on the road right now touring with a, one of his artists, Cochise. He also manages uh, uh, Capella Gray and like BFB the Pac Man and shit like that. So it's like it's people that haven't really like fucked with certain things that are doing favors for us right? in order to facilitate this and make it happen because they believe in us. They believe in our audience and the numbers substantiate that we should do this. Right. And we're not even going out on no crazy limb. Like, Oh, we're going to be in a motherfucking Howard theater. hundred people. He is like yeah. Sony playhouse, whatever fuck that John yeah. is in, in, uh, in Manhattan and shit like that. Like, no, we're going to, respectable size venues that give us an opportunity to come on the road, touch all of the people that care, the top fucking 10, 12, 15% of our fan base, be, be in an intimate space where everybody gets to experience this shit, and then we'll come back around and we'll do some of them bigger venues. But this is a big, important make or break for us because all of the media, all of the fan interactions, re- tour reviews, all of that shit is going to create an environment where we're really able to scale this thing and mm-hmm. take it to the next fucking level. That's the motherfucking goal. And it all starts with y'all. So again, I am begging you. <laughs> if I've never asked you for anything, I'm asking for your grace and your support today. Buy a tour ticket, buy two, buy four, whatever the case may be, whatever you can spare. I don't, care if, I don't care if y'all just buy out Charlotte and don't come. We'll right. talk to the we'll seven talk people. We'll talk to the, there. yeah, exactly. Yeah. Just cop up. Yeah. Just cop up. And, and here's the thing. Financially, there's <clears throat> not a lot of meat on the bone on some of these shows for us. But again, it's about y'all. It's about us coming into these different environments in a controlled environment to where financially, it ain't going to kill us. It ain't going to hurt us if we don't sell out or whatever. Whatever We would like to sell out. We think we should be able to sell out. We mapped right. out this tour very strategically. But on the same token, it's about getting on the road, getting that experience, getting in front of people, and capturing it and showing these bigger companies look what our audience means to us and right. what we mean to them. Right. So I'm begging you, please. Yeah. Baby, please. Please. Yeah. Buy tour tickets. Thank you.
I'm also begging. A <laughs> lot more cool with it. I'm above, I'm above that begging. I am groveling from the rip. <laughs> yeah, you know I'm saying. But again, if you see any of the billboards up, make sure y'all snap a photo, tag us, put it on IG story, whatever. Yeah. We'll repost the shit. Let us know um, safely. Don't crash your. Yeah, bricks. please don't smash yeah. out. Yeah, don't, 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 <laughs> we, our, our, don't crash the LeBaron. Yeah, we we yeah. will not pay a deductible. <laughs> nah, yeah, I'm saying <laughs> we will not pay a deductible. But if you get a picture, let us know. Yeah. So Atlanta, Charlotte, and then Times Square. Uh, billboards are running uh, The Jones and Charlotte Are going absolutely batshit crazy It's going to blow your mind When I show you this one joke yeah. Where how the shit is performing um, And then uh, Anybody out there That has a business That's in the TRP Nation If you are on Patreon Send me a message on Patreon I will give you the full game On how to run these Digital billboards For free I won't I will give you that information For you hear free that? As a give back to y'all So More free game On how to Step your shit up And take your business To the next level There it is For the free ski Patreon only though uh, do you want to talk about your trip? I would love to. Okay. Uh, went to. I love we that one. We don't have any Mexican. Yeah. Or, <laughs> we have any Spanish. bachata. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> went to. By la mos. So it was got. uh it was my lady's uh birthday uh on the twenty fourth our twenty fifth birthday and um. It was my goal as the man in her life, somebody that, you know, looks out for her, takes care of her, is steering her life in the right direction. Um, It was important for for me to give her a different type of experience than, you know, anything she's experienced to this date. So I said, cool, we've been in the fucking Caribbean, been to Jamaica, been in the Bahamas, hated the Bahamas. I still got smoke for the Bahamas. Never coming back there. Uh been to Mexico, uh, they all over the United States and all of that shit. I'm like, damn, it's we need. I need to give this, uh, this, this, you know, this beautiful young woman a different type of um, experience, something foreign to what we've done, you know, already so far. So I said, yo, let me start looking to locations in Europe. So I looked at London, cold as shit. Not going to London. Uh, looked at that, and you might get hit with a rocket launcher. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> that, yeah. that doesn't help either. Yeah. So I looked at London. I'm like, yeah, I don't know. Looked at uh, Paris, little cliche, whatever. I'm like, oh, or maybe. Or is it Paris where you'll get hit with the rocket launcher? One of them. All of that okay. shit is bad right yeah. now. Uh, so, you know, I started. But well, one of them, as soon as you come off the plane, <laughs> like, when you land. Yeah, they... no, there's some gangsters in London. Yeah, Don't get it fucked up. Shout launcher. out to TRP London. Uh, there's some gangsters over that, Joe. Uh, the gentleman that designed this uh, shirt. The from tour, over there. From yeah. over there and shit. Uh, Bradley. Shout out Bradley. Um, so, so I'm looking for different places. So I started looking, I'm like, damn, what about Spain? I'm like, damn, a couple of my homies went to Spain. They said they had a great time. One went to Ibiza, one went to Madrid. Mm-hmm. I'm just like looking. So I'm looking like, yo, I'm comparing like Ibiza, Madrid and Barcelona all together. Like, all right, well, what's the benefits, this, this, and this, because this time of the year is quote unquote low season for Spain for tourism mm-hmm. because it's between 55 to 65 degrees pretty much every day. One of my poker homies told me Madrid, Spain is like his favorite place to go, but he does a lot of cocaine. Okay. So I don't know. So there's that. Take that, <laughs> take that lightly. Yeah. So I'm looking, I'm like Madrid is more inland, like central Spain. Barcelona piqued my interest because they have the coastlines and the ports and all of that shit. And it's kind of like a transient, like a beach city. So it's kind of like Virginia Beach, mm-hmm. kind of, but in Spain or whatever just the case no may be. no Teddy Riley. Exactly, right. exactly. No Teddy Riley, uh, just Ozuna and Bad Bunny. Right. Mad reggaeton uh, artists and shit like that. So, uh, so I was like, all right, cool. Barcelona it is. So, you know, I booked the trip, whatever. She didn't know where we were going. I literally kept the secret. <laughs> 
all the way to the point we got to the airport. Uh, flew out of Newark Airport, which, by the way, glorious fucking airport. Newark is pretty amazing, dope airport. And the people that work there aren't assholes, unlike the people at Philadelphia Airport. Sounds about right. Who are all assholes. But getting the, your whole experience at a Philly, departing out of Philadelphia is asshole after asshole. The fucking gate check age, the uh, bag check agents on the curb, assholes. The people inside customer service, assholes. Security, assholes. The people uh, uh, actually that work for TSA, assholes. Uh, the people once you get through on the other side of TSA, assholes. The, the gate agents, assholes. Like so, it's just like when you fly out of Philly Airport, it's almost like, damn, am I? Are y'all mad? I'm going somewhere? <laughs> like, why are y'all treating me like this? I've been like the last couple times I flew there, I had like no zero. And these, they give me smoke every time. You're a smoke-inducing person. <laughs> like, I don't know what it is. I man. walked into the last, to the venue. I, literally, I walked in. I told you I had my joint on me. I, like, it was like, oh, you you performing? Come on in. And literally, I was in there, and I and uh, Lee was like, yeah, um, I forgot how we got on it, but some something's like, yeah, because you know they checking like crazy the door. And I'm like, well, that ain't going to matter to us. She was like, shit, Chad is girl. <laughs> getting checked she was right like, they was in his bed. They made him take his hat off. Hey, the whole <laughs> shit. Take your hat off, nigga. It's something about me that made people like... Check that nigga. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, so uh, so flew out of Newark, beautiful. Flew uh, United. Plane was nice enough. Had the fucking TV screen at the seat, the whole thing, whatever, whatever. So we fly over. We had an overnight flight. It was posed. It was scheduled for eight hours. Ended up only being six and a half. Okay. So that was smooth. So whatever the fuck route that pilot took on the overnight was great. But I had a straight flight into Barcelona. Boom. Get there first thing in the morning, like nine a.m. Got a clear customs, all this whole shit, whatever. Uh. What I didn't know about Europe, they shit that regular shit that we take for granted, like electricity, they use a whole different plug for their electricity. Yeah. That shit that we got in these walls here, they don't exist. Right. You have to get converters. Mm -hmm. So I had to go and find like my phone is dead. I'm in fucking Barcelona. I got to go find like a fucking janky phone store or whatever because there are no apple stores so find like a janky phone store buy a phone joint whatever whatever get my phone charged up uh i'm in just this random mall on uh was that wednesday morning because my hotel wasn't ready to check in yet and um first thing i noticed after the electricity these kids that's like don't go to school it's like school is optional like they go to school check in and then they just leave and just go to the mall or go okay. to the strip or whatever. Because it's like mad kids out like nine it's in the sort morning. Sort of like North Philly. Exactly. Okay. With book bags on, yeah. but they just chilling, like okay. eating crepes. <laughs> like <laughs> at 10 in the morning <laughs> on the corner. Like there's 14 of them. Yeah. And I'm just like, yo, don't nobody, like nobody's in school today. So they inside. Now what? Because it, it wasn't no holidays. Fuck no. It's just okay. it was Wednesday. <laughs> like. So they oh, no. they had uh they like got field trips going on. Then you got the other kids that's clearly cutting. They just buying their time trying to figure out where I'm gonna go and fuck at. Like right. they haven't quite figured it out yet. The older ones, and uh, so there was like a human bodies exhibit at one level of the mall. There was a uh, Van Gogh exhibit at another level of the mall. Then they had like the movie theater and shit. But the third thing I noticed about Spain is nothing really gets going till like two in the afternoon. Like, everybody is just chilling. Like, oh, you open a business? Oh, yeah, it's 11 a.m.? Oh, yeah, I'm just getting here. Like, it's like yeah. that sort of thing. Like, but that's just, like, the culture of, like, Europe is, like, not as, like, uptight about, like, certain shit as, like, America. So, like, I it's, think it's one of them, either Denmark or one of them. You know they have, like, a four-day work week? 
Yeah. Like the whole country. Like it's yeah. like a thing. Like you don't work five yeah. off two. You work four off three. Yeah, like in Spain, they still have siestas and shit. Like with businesses shut down for like two, three hours in like the middle of the day and people go take naps. Mm. Come back, like shit like that. You know what I'm saying? Had so go, had to go get some shut out. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, been dealing with you motherfuckers for an hour yeah. and a half. Can I take your order? <laughs> <laughs> it was like that sort of shit or whatever. But uh, Barcelona itself, um, so from where I was staying to the airport, it's like a snap. Literally 10-minute drive, whatever. So getting a cab, boom. There is no Uber over there. Okay. Even when you Uber, it's to a cab. They just connect you to a cab that's in the Uber network. But they don't have regular citizens driving and all that. So their cab union must be as strong as like Vegas and New York City. There is no fucking uh no no Uber uh, for regular motherfuckers just driving earning money or whatever. Okay. So that was that. So the city itself, Barcelona, beautiful city. Uh, street art is very very prevalent. There is fucking graffiti or some form of street art on every shutter at every like everywhere you go. Like to the point where it's like at first it's like kind of alarming because you're like damn like this beautiful ass city like all this fucking street art and shit like what the fuck is going on? But it's everywhere. So it's just like part of like the culture of Did the you city. go to the uh, big thing? The uh cathedral. What is it called? No, I didn't. What's I went to a uh, uh the big one everybody always talks about. Yeah, I know exactly what you're talking I, about. I did not go I there. Not the Colosseum. That's in Rome. <laughs> That's in Rome. Go back to sleep. Yo, two. So he's the second person that brought up the Roman Colosseum in regards to Spain. They're like, oh, that shit over there somewhere. <laughs> I'm about to tell you it. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, so there's street art everywhere. The layout of Barcelona itself reminds me of like Boston or DC, where it's like you know it has like you know both cities have like a lot of roundabouts and right. like the way that the streets are designed and shit. And then it's like, all right, you go around this roundabout here, and then there's like a port over here. So that like reminded me like directly of Boston, but then certain elements like the streets and all of that, and like they drive on the same side of the street as us, reminded me of uh, like DC. So it's like a hybrid of like those two cities or whatever. And it's a pretty big city. Like certain shit that you're trying to get to, you might got to go 25 minutes this way, 20 minutes this, this way. You never seen that? Oh, the Gaudi Church? Yeah, yeah, I've seen that before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. no, I did not go there. Okay. I did a lot of touristy shit. Uh, that was not uh, one of them. Um, so so that was, so Wednesday, uh, you know, we was at the mall, fucking getting little personal effects, whatever, come back, check into the hotel. So we're sta we stayed at the Nobu in Barcelona. Beautiful fucking hotel. Am amazing uh, complex or whatever. They had the underground spa. They got the Nobu restaurant on the roof on the 23rd floor, full panoramic glass around the whole shit on the roof. Like, it was amazing. And they treated me literally like a ultra VIP the whole time I was there. Um, I was already booked to stay in one of the Zen suites. They upgraded me to the Zen Sky Suite, which put me on the 20th floor in one of the penthouse levels or whatever. So I stayed. we stayed in there. They outfitted the room, brought a bottle of champagne for her birthday. Day. Like it was just like super duper fucking fly like movie shit big ass room like fucking twenty five hundred square feet uh, the fucking wooden uh, soak tub the bamboo fucking flooring in the shower like just super player shit like super p and um yeah it was it was super p but you know when you're going you gain six hours in time right. when you come back. You lose that same six. Right. So in going, it's like, all right, I'm like pretty charged up. But my body is like, nigga, what time is it? Right. So we ended up between roaming around the city up until 2.30 when the hotel was finally functional and ready to open and all of that. We ended up crashing out first day, whatever, wake up, 
one in the morning, like, oh, what do we do? Nothing. <laughs> go back to sleep. So the next day, wake up, go to uh, – we went to the FBC, FC Barcelona Stadium and the uh, stadium and the uh, museum that they have there. Did that whole experience. That shit was dope. Got photos and everything like that. Uh, saw the whole – toured the whole Coliseum uh, – the whole stadium top to bottom. Uh, saw all of the fucking World Cup trophies and European Cup and all of that shit. Like, it was super-duper fly. And uh, my man Mo, a shout-out Mo, he's the biggest FC Barcelona fan in the world. And he's, okay. like, you, he's like, you got to go to Club New. I'm like, I'm, I'm going tomorrow, dog. Like, so it was like that sort of thing. Like, it was like, a, it's a big deal. Like, you know, f- football, soccer right. is everything to them over there. Like, they don't play, like... American football. They fuck with basketball somewhat, whatever. They've had some success in the Olympics and stuff like that. But for the most part, like a couple Spaniards in the yeah, Hall of Fame. Football is, is football, soccer yeah. is is their motherfucking thing. Um one thing I can say, uh just in general, just you know, the tone of the people, very nice, very inviting. Uh, my broken Spanish was well received everywhere I went. I would hit people with the oh como esta speak English (laughs) and then that would like disarm them and they'd be like ah a little bit you know what I'm saying or they would go find somebody that spoke English but super nice people inviting I'd love to go to a Spanish place and actually have to talk it Man, that shit was fun. Like it was yeah. cool, man. And um, again, like just super nice people. So yeah, we went to went to uh, FC Barcelona. I got a whole fucking itinerary of what we did, but went to the FC uh, Barcelona, John. We went to the shopping district or whatever. Shopping, the shopping is You're terrible. Such a nerd. He really got a list of shit with yeah, check marks. Yeah, all, yeah. What what happened and what didn't happen. <laughs> Uh, then we went to, oh, this spot called Shoko. So there's a club district in Barcelona. It's, it's all on the water, too. So I can see how summertime, spring break and shit, like spring break, they got a little pump coming. I'm like, damn, I might got to come back and see a little pump. A little pump, okay. <laughs> so they got a little pump coming. Uh, in little pump is that you're such a fucking hoe. That's exactly. Okay. So they got a little pump coming. with you. <laughs> that song getting going. You was judging me. Man. Know, you you all that. in. Niggas like, so when is this? That song getting going. <laughs> so they got a club district. Uh, it's a club called Opium. Uh, that's like a super big deal. They got clubs all over fucking Europe and shit. There's another one. Uh, I forget the name that was on the left. And then there's Shoko. Shoko is basically like a combination of a, 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 a restaurant on one side, a VIP lounge nightclub on the other side with a deck and all of the cool shit. So it was like, that shit was fly. So it was like, basically like, you know, I made a dinner reservation and I got there like, oh, you want to do VIP? I'm like, yeah, it's my lady birthday, whatever, whatever. I want to get a table. So they set us up with a fucking table. That shit was fly as fuck. So they brought dinner from the other side. So we ate dinner in the club, got drunk. Fucking again, all of the servers, super nice, inviting people. Uh, we was ended up being there till like three, four in the morning. Was killed the next fucking day. Finally, ended up waking up. Went to at the Nobu, got massages. Went to dinner at uh at Nobu. That was Friday night. Yeah, cause I already covered Thursday, so that was uh Thursday night was Shoko and all that. So then Friday night, e- afternoon and evening, got massages. Went to there, blah blah blah. Saturday went and did a boat tour of uh like the inner harbor and all of that shit, like a one hour boat tour. Uh, one thing I can say, apparently, uh, import export is like a big ass deal in Spain because 
they have these mega yachts lined up on one side of like they inner harbor and they ports and all of that shit. But then like the whole other side is shipping crates mm-hmm. and containers. So, uh, you know, there's been this whole thing that's been explored in the last week because of Russia invading Ukraine. And a lot of it being because of one NATO and two, the presence of warm water controlled ports right. that exist in the Ukraine that are direct access to Russia where they can be able to, uh, import export all year round right and that's very important for their gross domestic product and all of that shit because it's like all right if you got to shut down the port for four or five months out of the year that right. means you're not making no bread so it's, or getting resources exactly or getting resources that you vitally need and right. you're going to end up having to pay tooth the nail to get them flown in and all of that shit so that's a whole nother economics lesson for another day uh so oh yeah so saturday uh, did the beach t- did the beach tour on a boat? Uh, went to their sex museum. That was pretty cool. They had is sexual- it like the one in New York? It's even more advanced than that one. The one in New York. I thought I was gonna walk into like I, I thought it was gonna be fucking. <laughs> I-, I-, I thought it was it's, it's, no. It's definitely sold to you in that and manner. You, and then you get in there and they're showing you like abortion tools from the eighteen hundreds. <laughs> I'm like, this is not this what is I paid sex. fourteen dollars. <laughs> I don't want to see this. This is disgusting. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. So yeah, we went to the sex museum. Uh, then we went to uh, so that was pretty cool. That was at like an area that's kind of like a South Street or whatever, where it's like you got street vendors in the middle of the road on uh, like cement or whatever, and then mm-hmm. on each side you got different businesses, buildings that go all the way down the street and shit. So we went to the sex museum. That was pretty cool. They had like a big giant vagina seat and. Uh, <laughs> I thought you was about to say they had a big vagina you could walk through. <laughs> no, you could just sit in. Okay, that's cool. Uh, that was like, like like a seven foot vagina you could yeah. sit in. That was pretty cool. And then we went to uh, the ice bar shit. Negative twenty degrees. You basically got to put on a fucking Woolridge in order yeah. to go in, and gloves and a mask to go in. Drink your liquor, whatever. Take your photos. Get the fuck out of it. That shit is literally freezing. Uh-huh. So we went to the ice bar and then we went to dinner at this. Uh, other spot called Nine Reinas on Saturday, uh, which was basically like I want to say uh, it's like an Argentinian steakhouse or whatever okay. like that. So that was pretty cool. Like they you know do like uh, charcuterie and okay. grilled vegetables, a lot of stuff on the grill, shit like that. Like the food was very very good. So that was cool. Only problem they don't cook with like a lot of salt. Like you know niggas need to taste their food. So you eat and you like fuck. Somebody the other day was like the the black urge to put salt on food you haven't tasted. I'm like, <laughs> read everybody. Okay. Yeah. Um, so it's like so overall. I mean, you know, like I said, we was there for uh, was that Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. So like uh, five days, four nights, or whatever like that. I had a good time, man. It was cool as fuck. Uh, next time I go to Spain, I'm definitely going to Ibiza, and I'm gonna go like when it's warm out because Ibiza. Compared to Barcelona, it's just like it's hog wild out there. It ain't it ain't about shit except partying, getting lit. You wake up, get drunk. It's fucking an island. It's surrounded by water. It just happens to be fucking Spanish territory. So the same way people go like partying in the south of France and all of that shit uh, in the summertime. Same thing. Ibiza, all the drunk Brits and the people from uh, the the Saudi princes and from Dubai and all of that go to fucking Ibiza and. Uh, and, and turn up, so I'm definitely gonna go back to Spain for that. Uh, overall, I would get a trip probably like a B, B plus or whatever. Um, you know, the the hotel stay and all of the staff and how minimal they were was was dope enough. They kept the restaurant open late for me two nights, which is a Nobu restaurant. And they just like, oh yeah, you know, you stay here, we we'll keep it open late as you want, like on that type of time. So that was that was cool and fun. Um, 
And, you know, they pretty much anything that I needed, anything I was unsure on, they figured it out for me, brought just random shit to the room, whatever. And she had a good time, which is the most important part. So overall, like I said, I give it like a B, B plus, probably like a solid B, like an 85. Uh, it, w it was very, very cool. But next time I go to Europe, um, if I'm not going like straight to Ibiza or some like party location, I think I want to go for like, you know how people go for like two weeks and just bounce around because once you get over there, it's mad easy to get around. So it's like the hard part is getting to Europe. The easy part is once you're in Europe, you can get around very easily, limited paperwork and shit required. As long as you got a fucking passport, you could just jump around. So like a flight from Barcelona to Ibiza, $82. Like okay. a direct flight to oh, be word, able to word, go. Word, word Round to, trip too. Word to Qatari Jewels. Uh, they just lifted the... Uh, quarantine in Qatar the other oh, yeah? day. So now you don't need to quarantine. So he's like, yo, y'all can come right over and go straight. Like, I'll pick you up at the hotel. Oh, that's fly. Yeah. Gotta go to Qatar. I want to go for the for the World Cup. Like, I'm, you know I'm going to the Maldives, but I want to go yeah. to the World Cup, John, too. But um, he's like, I want y'all to come over here and, and do some content. Like, I'm going to get y'all a studio set up. Da, 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 da. He's really... Taking his yeah, he's a producer. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. <laughs> you see, he he he's mailing us a care package. He's like, I got some goodies here, y'all gonna love. <laughs> but he's like, I got the the jersey that I want y'all to drape over all the seats at the gym. Yeah. I'm like, such a dumbass. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck are you talking about? But uh, yeah, he said they lifted. Yeah, Jules is earning his producer credit, and yeah, I appreciate it. Definitely getting his EP credit. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But he uh he was like, yeah, they lifted the ban. But, I mean the uh, the quarantine because they was making you quarantine for two days mm -hmm. and you know the nutty part is you go over there like you go with your girl if y'all not married you got quarantine separately mm. crazy that's awful it's awful well actually I ain't gonna hold you <laughs> <laughs> two days of silence <laughs> Jesus Christ hey y'all don't want to put me on quarantine <laughs> oh listen before I have to say this the women holy fucking shit me is Spain bruh they are all slim, like 24, 25 inch waist, big, juicy asses. Are they heavy into the body work over there? No. They, you, these are this, this is all natural. You know what I found Nobody out? Nobody has body work. You want, you want to know what I found out? Nobody. Nobody, Nobody has I don't body. believe that. Nobody. No one. No one. All right. I was in the malls. I was in the rep. Nobody. You all know, these, I, this one chick I seen, she had, I seen her in a mall the first day I got there. It's 10 in the morning. She is like, Giselle bunching bad at 10 in the morning, no makeup on, just tall, little ass waist, big ass. Like, you know what I found out uh, recently? You know where is the place to go to get your body work? You women might want to look into this because y'all know this, y'all think. Turkey. Really? Yeah. Yeah. All the women, huh? <laughs> Yo, listen. Yeah, we, we do turkey. Right, right. But all the women from over, like how women here kind of like go to Columbia mm -hmm. and go to Miami and yeah. go to um, Embassy Suites, you know, depending <laughs> right. on where your money is. You know, like a comfort in yeah. on Roosevelt. <laughs> but they go to shit that's in proximity to this land, yeah. like this uh, America. Over there, though, think about the women from the Middle East, mm -hmm. Qatar, Dubai, all of that. They're not going to Miami. Right. Turkey is the place to go. And Turkey apparently does like. The doctors over there are exceptional. So I went and, you know, nigga research. I went to Hakeem's Albanac and I started <laughs> I started looking this shit up and I, I see like, yeah, world doctors who who do uh what they call it? Uh the, the cos cosmetic surgery. Yeah. The literally out of the top twenty five ranked in the world, twelve of them was in Turkey. Damn. I was like, damn. You know what else Turkey's known for? 
Fraud. <laughs> okay. I'm so y'all would love it. <laughs> fraud. Match made of yeah. I, I You know, I'm on uh, Chrono 24 and these different watch forums and shit like that. And uh, they was basically saying. I took a big bet on the Pistons plus four. They lost by three. Damn. Good money. <laughs> so the, the, the watch, the, 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 watch yeah, forum, the watch forums tell you that Turkey is a hot spot for fraud and don't send nothing to Turkey without confirmed payment. They like that shit is like bad out there. Mm. Like they scamming like a motherfucker in, in Turkey. But yeah, that's very interesting. But yeah, like even like just reg I mean, I'm talking about like regular women. Like I'm at the at the restaurant Nine Rainers on Saturday night. The hostess I'm just immaculate, like immaculate fucking body, just chilling with a blazer on and some jeans. Like, where did you get this big juicy ass from? Like, yeah. it's like that, like, like just walking down the street around the fucking shopping district and shit. Little five foot chick, ass out the hair. It's like, yo, what is going on? Like, it's literally something in the water. The women, beautiful. Uh, other thing, before I wrap up, uh, they had like a little mini protest going on. Down, yeah, I, I was telling the Jules, like, <laughs> she has He's like, man, my motherfuckers is crazy. Y'all tripping. Like, and I was worried because I'm like, damn, like, don't let Putin get wind of this shit. Like, right. y'all ain't nothing but a 10 minute. It ain't like we in America where it's like, yo, he got to really, like, do some hard work to, to nuke us. Y'all right down the street. Yeah. Like, the nigga get them missiles nigga, here. He doing no work. Oh, they getting fly. Oh, they getting fly in Barcelona. <laughs> nuke this whole shit. Yo, that's funny as shit. But yeah, but uh, all in all, do, would you would you do it again? Like, did you did you? I would do it again. I would not go back to Barcelona. Okay. I would go to Madrid or Ibiza, just because I've already done Barcelona. It's like I did a lot in four Going days. Going at it, like because Barcelona, we we actually looked at Barcelona. It was Barcelona, Bali, Maldives, Greece, and one of other places. But to me, it just seemed a little too like. Culture, super artsy. culture, historical. Yeah, and my, I like I I I want to I want to do cocaine and <laughs> yeah, I want to turn this bitch up a notch. You know, I want beat shit. Fly Ibiza, shit. yeah, yeah, yeah. Ibiza, but like I said, overall, I give it a solid B. B for Barcelona, eighty five out of a hundred. Uh, food was okay. They gassed the food up. That's another thing. People was telling me that the, oh, the, I heard the food is amazing and bring your appetite. And I'm just like, I didn't even. I had some days I didn't eat. Like, cause I was just like, yo, this shit is like mad mediocre. Uh, but Noble was amazing. Noble was an A plus. Mm -hmm. uh, non Rainus was like a, a B plus, A minus. And then we had found this other spot. Uh, it was like a pizza, pizza impasta bar. Okay. Fly as fuck. They had them Jones all over the city. Shit was amazing. And they make your food in like four minutes. Mm. Make the shit cook it right in front of you, like Benny Hanna's. You want you want it spicy? Yeah, I want my ravioli spicy, motherfucker. Yeah, that's decent. Super and again, the, the people super nice. Like somebody else had hit me and was like, "Yeah, how is it?" I heard it was like a lot of racism. I'm like, "Nah, these people are fantastic people." Your lights get now. Well, my girl's not. Eh, true. She's cute. Yeah, well, that helps. No offense. <laughs> yeah. No, I'll, I mean, I'll do <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, be, being being good looking helps anywhere. Like, I Lee would be like, "Oh, they were so nice," and be like, "You are beautiful with big titties. <laughs> Shut up." They have no reason to you be. Have no reason. I come in there, man. Back the fuck up. No, mace the fuck yeah. out. <laughs> right, mace the shit out of you in here. 
The um, but yeah, now nah, that's what's up. It looked like it was cool. You know what I'm saying? I yeah, I, had I definitely want to see this, like especially with the World Cup shit. I'm like, yeah, we might have to slide yeah. because I want to experience no, what's that right. like. When is be, the World Cup? Summertime? Uh, it's September, October. Oh yeah, no, we're going. The um, don't let me lie. Lock it up. Yeah, shut it up. Lock it up. Uh, World Cup Qatar 2022 is November. Oh, even better. So yeah. it's not going to be 9,000 degrees in Qatar. Right. It'll only be like 98,000. 98,000. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I remember I was supposed to go to Dubai uh, 2020, right before uh, quarantine and all of that shit hit, before uh, you know, the pandemic hit, struck and all. I was supposed to go in April. I was the shit was already booked and um ended up having Yeah, they a, moved it back because it was supposed to be July, but they moved it back to November. Thank God. Yeah, you can't have no fucking World Cup yeah. in Qatar in July. Niggas gonna die. Literally die. Like it is it'd be 168 degrees in the fucking Middle East in the summertime. Like with no nothing. Yeah, like, 2022 FIFA World Cup hosting country Qatar. We sliding. No, nah, we sliding to Qatar, man. Big Qatar. We out there. Big big content creators in Qatar. Yeah. But Jules like, yeah, no, I'm, I'm going to set the whole studio up. Even if I got to do it at the crib. He's like, you know, y'all got to stay at the crib. I'm like, now we're getting, we're speaking of mace. <laughs> we had to bring mace and a catcher's mitt, you know, uh, catcher's mask. You know what I'm saying? Because that nigga gets ridiculous. But, um, yeah, no, like I, I definitely slide. You know what I'm saying? Because I want to see what it's like to go to one of those games where yeah. it's 106. And they, that horn, mm, like I'm going to be the horn yeah. nigga. Like I, I already know. Like that shit seems I'm gonna be so out there tough. with a fucking jersey on with nine different countries on it. <laughs> fucking Colombia, Spain. Switching up with the score. Yeah. Yeah, that's my favorite team. But yeah, no, that's I got homies cool. from everywhere. Fucking London. Like, I'm gonna fucking have, you know what I'm saying? The most. Mo- I'm at a United. Jules, what's the punishment if I run on the. Fucking- <laughs> <laughs> I don't wanna get stoned and shit. Right. 22 lashes. Yeah, getting right. locked up abroad is the last thing we wanna do or experience on a, right. on a business trip. Business slash World Cup trip. Hell yeah! But no, that should be cool though. That should be fun. But uh, yeah, if uh, if if Barcelona had uh, had Ubers, I would I would bump the grade up. You know what I'm saying? If, they, if I could get like an Uber black car to pick me up and drive me around, and shit like that, like it would have been even better. You know what's like the number one transport car over there besides um, like taxis? The Mercedes Metris van. Okay. They got them all like. You know, fit it out and all that shit. I want to get one of them Jones, man. It's like the perfect travel, yeah. you know, little yeah, road trip van. Yeah, they're not that much. Like, you could get one bare bones, like 30. Yeah, for like 30 then yeah. you could probably outfit it for, like, another dub. You know what I'm saying? And then that's something that you could fuck around and charge motherfuckers, you know, buck 50, 200 an hour for transport with a driver shit like that. So that's potential another business yeah. for us to get into. Maybe we can discuss Luxury that. transport. Uh, you got any other things you want to throw us? We got to do some Patreons. Yeah, we definitely got to cut some Patreons, man. Uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> Congratulations to us. One year on Patreon. Has it been? It's been a year. March 1st. Damn. Yeah, one year on Patreon, man. Shout out to everybody. You know, all of the day ones, the people that literally made it all 12 months. Crip Max say, day one. Great man. <laughs> great, great, great man. Great man. Free Crip, Free Crip Mac. Wait, he's uh, locked up again? He got caught with a blower. Yeah, he locked uh. him up, man. Lucia was supposed to take the charge, man. Lucia bullshitting. Yeah, they locked Crip Mac up. Damn. Yeah, so free to look. Uh, yeah, man, again, tour, 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 tour. That's like the main shit that, you know, we focused on right now, man. A lot of people been saying, oh, I'm going to slide here for my birthday. I'm going to da 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 yeah. uh, I'm going to. DC, DC, DC. Yeah. Uh, I think fuck I, with me in DC. 
Yeah, I think I'm a. Uh, I think I'm gonna make uh, that April third. I think we are gonna end up having to go down there for the whole weekend because you know my birthday is the 29th yeah. of March. So we probably gonna end up having to go down for the whole weekend. At least do a Saturday party, Sunday yeah, podcast, no, whatever. Yeah. I just gotta figure out. I need somebody, somebody in Atlanta that's connected. Hook me up with a promoter, somebody that's you know gonna either show me some love on some liquor or let me make some money. Well, we'll really. Pack that bitch out. News, get to work and news. Yeah, right. News gonna get to work. Call who you need to call. Vicky, you got your feet planted in uh, ATL too. Uh, you know, hook us up with a with a promoter, uh, somebody that can you know help push the pot and uh, push my birthday party. Right. We gonna make we gonna make that shit a a, a, a TRPE weekend. Uh, we'll be back later this week. With yes, Patreons. we will. Patreons plural. Uh. Yeah, we we posted some old patrons on the regular feed. People full in full. Yeah, people been hitting me about that and shit. Like, yo, y'all some fools on this joint. Yeah, that hey. shit, that shit, uh, it worked. You know, we uh, just today we got a bunch of people that migrated uh, either back on or to the Patreon for the first yeah. time. So, some genius level marketing yeah, out of us. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? We've been Putting doing we've been doing out. good putting work and you know what I'm saying. Chad had to talk me off the ledge today. I was about to quit. <laughs> I'm like, no, not yet. I like, like, listen, man. Like, I can't, I can't let you do it, big I dog. Mean, they talking to me too much to <laughs> this motherfucker, man. Like, yeah, like, yeah. I, I told, I told Matt, I said, yo, give me, give me till September. We'll right. revisit this conversation. Like, I just need to know that, uh, you know, this business is on solid ground. You know what I'm saying? Once y'all see the, t- once, once me, him, Dan, and Jules got the TRP chains, that y'all know it's time for Matt to quit his job. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> But uh, I got nothing else. I'm going home. Yeah, Matt's going home. Uh, I'm going to show him this billboard numbers is going to blow his fucking mind. We're going to get into that. Okay. Uh, and again, see a billboard, snap a photo, take one in front of it, send it to us, tag us on social media, whatever the case may be. Let us know. We love y'all. We appreciate y'all. If y'all don't have y'all tour tickets yet, get y'all tickets, man. You know, get y'all groups of eight and 15 and shit like that and pull up to the shows. You know what I'm saying? Shit going to be dope. Being great venues all around the country. Uh Owl 5 in Atlanta, Knitting Factory in Brooklyn. Shout out to Knitting Factory. They super, like, are excited about the show. They put in, they own marketing money behind the show and everything. Knitting Factory uh, in, in Brooklyn. Uh, Stage Door Theater at the Blumenthal Performing Arts Center in Charlotte. Uh, and the Crown at the uh, Queen in Delaware. And then whatever the fuck we end up at in D.C. for uh, that weekend with Dan's birthday. And, again, D.C., D.C. is us, B., DC gonna be us, B. You know what I'm saying? Like we got some phenomenal, uh, you know, guests lined yeah. up for for DC. I just need somewhere to put these motherfuckers. So hey, I got again, nothing else. Love we y'all. Out. We appreciate y'all. One year on Patreon, man. We gotta give it up for ourselves. One more time. That's no small task, man. And thank y'all for sticking with us through it, being advocates of the show, and uh, we gonna make this shit worthwhile. We are gonna go on this tour, kick ass, and uh, I know y'all gonna be with us every step Peace. of the way. Peace.